When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number two here on Herd Out Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We are live from the H&H Chevrolet stage on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. And we are brought to you by our friends at Dingman's Collision Center. Dingman's has four great Omaha area locations and... They've been family-owned and operated in Omaha for over 25 years, including being voted first place best of Omaha 18 years running. And that's for a couple reasons. It's because they invest in the latest technology to stay up to date so that they can work on Teslas, Fords, whatever you got. You got a Ford. I got a Jeep. They can work on whatever you mm-hmm. want, whatever you need. There was a Tesla in the parking lot there, when we pulled there up. There was a Tesla in the parking lot. Uh, Dingman's has you covered there. The second thing they invest in is their community, which is our community as well. With every car repaired, Dingman's gives back. You can find out more at dingmans.com. Love my people at Dingman's. They've got me hooked up for January for a car repair, which is actually a great position for Dingman's to be in yeah. because they are so flooded with uh, with service yeah. right now that if you want you know, uh, your car fixed up in any way, you got to schedule it out like, yeah. and, and make sure to get on their schedule now because that's what I did. When I uh, was going through my insurance, yeah. I had to get an estimate from them first before I could schedule, and I'm like, sure. hey, I'm going to use you guys. <laughs> Can I schedule ahead yeah. of time? And they're like, we just need like paperwork in order to make sure that that you know can officially Everything get done. Goes through, yeah. And so I'm like, shoot. So I like made sure to get in there right like the day after, mm-hmm. and I got myself mm-hmm. scheduled. I th- they were open December like 27th. Okay. Mm-hmm. In less than a day. It was January 18th. <laughs> like, that's how backed up they are at Dingman's. A great problem to have, but it's because so many of you out there use them. And it's because it's worth the wait. It is worth they the wait. are going to do uh, the best job possible for you. Uh, so make sure you give our friends at Dingman's a visit, dingmans.com. Uh, want to switch gears here? Give us a little. Been very football heavy, very football-y we today. Uh, we're gonna switch gears here and go to our hurt at hot seat, where hot, hot. I'm only gonna hot, get hot, a hot. little less football-y, but because I, you know, I, I'm we're my our conversation with Adam got my my brain moving a little bit, you mm. know, and 
Always does. You know, I, I think we both kind of have an affinity. You mentioned uh, Sluka, the quarterback from Holy Cross. I think we both kind of have an affinity for, like, under-the-radar guys, whether it's quarterbacks, coaches, prospects, whatever. Um, and, and we talked to Adam about this a little bit, but I wanted to ask you, what current non-Power 5 coach mm. would you be targeting if you were an athletic director with a job opening? Whoa. That's heavy. Because there's a few guys that have always been, and I can go first. You have a minute to think about it because it is it is a big one to, to kind of think about. I have somebody on the, on the brain right now, but I don't just I, I don't want to – I want to get – Take a – I want the landscape, you man. You can take I, a second. I, yeah, yeah. Let me, so my guy's easy because I've been obsessed with this guy for a hot minute, and that's Jamie Chadwell. I love Jamie Chadwell at Coastal, Carol, at Coastal Carolina. I love him now at Liberty – I was shocked that he didn't get a better job than the Liberty job last year. I thought he was going to get uh, maybe looked at for that Georgia Tech job. Um, I thought – I think Jamie Chadwell is one of, the, one of the best coaches in college football. His offense is super innovative and interesting. It is a modernization of those uh, triple option principles in terms of uh, putting the defense in positions where they constantly have to make decisions that's really hard for a defense to do and to get it right every time Um, it's a it's he's super fun to watch even though it is a pretty run heavy system um, which a lot of people don't equate those things as as being fun to watch as you know some of those air it out I love 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 Jamie Chadwell my wild card, not technically a outside the power five anymore, but he was for a long time. I also really love Kalani Sataki from BYU. Love that dude. <laughs> Always have. Love the way BYU plays football. They build from the lines out, uh, you know, and, and they just, I love the way they play football. So those are kind of my two guys. Um, Sataki had a really nice run there for a while. They struggled a little bit in the last couple of years, uh, but those are those are kind of my guys. So uh, I thought the easy answer would be Jeff Trailer, which is why Ooh, I didn't good one. bring him up. Yep, good one. Troy Calhoun's kind of my guy, mm-hmm. but he's he's a little up there, in, hey, in and the he's age pretty entrenched. He's been what yeah. he's been there for twenty five years. And he's not he's going not anywhere. Not going anywhere. No. Um, you know, the other one is Willie Fritz, but he's also way up there in age. Yeah, like, he's in his early I think 60s. he's 62 something like yeah, that he's up there and I just don't see him like making a huge impact wherever he goes at least for a long time so I wanted to kind of sit more in the younger crowd yeah he's 63 yeah um you know I I've always liked Jeff Munkin I have too from army yeah I you I know, know they've struggled lately but I've he's he's a winner he's and they've Honestly, if you to win the deg- at the degree that he did at Army mm-hmm. is maybe one of the hardest things we've ever seen in college football to accomplish. He is. I mean, at, he, he was very successful at Georgia Southern. Yes, had a lot of ten win seasons, and he has been at. I I really wish he would get a shot somewhere other than a service academy, right? Because he's been adamant that he wouldn't run a strict triple option, and I'm just curious what it would look like, you know? Because obviously. The service academies are, are very different jobs. I'm curious what his offense would look like at a different school. Now, uh, an interesting name is uh, John Sumrall at Troy. Okay. Very, uh, very interesting for the reason of I, I love what he does defensively. 
Um, so, so that name intrigues me a little bit. But if I if I had a sit, I'd I'd probably go with Munkin. Okay. I, I'd like to just I'd just like to see Munkin get get his chance, get his shot. Um, and, and you know, if that time did come, I, I'd, I he's just a guy you cheer for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on the YouTube channel. Uh, somebody brought up Rhett Lashley as a guy that um, is early on in his career at SMU, uh, but he is 17 and eight in his first two years, including 10 and two this mm-hmm. year. So Rhett Lashley, a good one. Uh, Sean Lewis, who was at Kent State, then went to Colorado to be the OC, got play calling duties stripped away. Um, that was a very uh, uh, it's a very strange, right. Um, right? Very strange situation there. Um, but Sean Lewis is a guy that Travis brings up. Um, you know, John Summerall is interesting because he's young, and yeah. that's why I like him a lot too. But he's won immediately at mm-hmm. Troy, and that's attractive. Yeah. Like last year he went 12-2. and two. He won a bowl game uh, after starting the season like 3-4. and four. Yeah. And then this year, what's Troy, 10-2? and two? Uh, I'd have to look I it up. I think they have another 10-win season. I think they're in that neighborhood. I mean, this is a guy that uh, won't be at Troy very long. No, I, I can't imagine. Especially because he is 44. No, he's 41. Yeah. They oh, are, my. They were 10-2 and two this year. So yeah, they, this, is, this is somebody that is going to be like, hey, uh, you know, Power 5 is going to come knocking a little yeah, earlier I, than I, normal. I wonder if, you know, some of these – because I don't know how many – I don't know how many of these non-Power 5 jobs are better jobs than Troy is. Um, you know, I wonder if like a Boise State, which has a commitment to football in a lot of ways that other group of five schools don't necessarily. But, you know, there's – you look at like Syracuse, Houston, Duke, Oregon State. Oregon State's in a really tricky spot. You wonder if they would take a chance on a guy because of their sort of ambiguity mm-hmm. – um, but it's hard to to leave even a group of five school to say, hey, I'm going to Oregon State, which could easily become a power, group of five group school. Of five school right? and, and it's it's a hard job, right? Location and, and things like that. It's a really challenging job. And so that's why, man, Oregon State's in like, that's why I almost think like a Munkin would make sense at Oregon State. Because well, Washington um, it, it did the right thing by moving, yes, right? Yeah. Because you're keeping Kalen DeBoer secured yes um same thing with Oregon like I know Dan Lanning has been you know connected to job this job that but I think he's stuck at Oregon right now for now yeah you'd have to have a really big job open for either of those guys to move on I think but especially with them in the Big Ten but Oregon State and Washington State are in just in spot. like this weird funk of yes they have all this money yeah uh, but who are they sharing with Right. Yeah. And how much money can you actually touch? Yeah. At this point, I don't know that they can touch any of it. It's kind of pending litigation. Right. So you're kind of in a a limbo in that sense in terms of that Pac-12 money that's sort of just sitting in an account somewhere. Um, But I think you're you know, you look at a guy like like Jake Dickert, who's I think a good football coach. You know, is he more likely to move on rather than wait and figure out? Honestly, I think that's why Jonathan Smith took a job that. Probably he probably could have gotten a better job next year. Uh, maybe could have gotten a better job if he just waited it out to see, like uh, Adam was saying, like there's probably seven to ten more jobs that are going to open up in the FBS. But 
he probably looked at it as an opportunity as like, hey, I got to get out of Oregon State. Like, this is just a tough spot to be in mm-hmm. right now. Um, did you have one real quick? We had like 30 seconds. Uh, we could. Uh, <laughs> we could save it. We'll save it. We'll, we'll save it. Well, here, it. since we're talking about coaches, yeah. I'll, I'll ask you this. Okay. Who's one coach you'd jump off a bridge for? Ooh. Um, if he or she told you to jump off a bridge, who's one coach you would just say? Tough, okay. That's a tough one. Um, is it – I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude anybody that's currently coaching at Nebraska, but I my my gut was Kalen DeBoer. Just right off the top of my head, I thought DeBoer. Really? I I love that dude. I think he's so good at what he does. Okay. What about you? I don't know if I have one. I don't <laughs> think I jump off a bridge. <laughs> uh, that is heard at hot seat. We may revisit a few more hot seat questions a little bit later. But coming up next, it's time for Mike Schaefer from Husker 24/7.